Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, 
the owner of RAWF in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. With me tonight, as he almost always is, the unflappable one himself. Vacant, uh, como esta el vacant? Oh, you know, I mean, muy bien, muy bien. Uh, ¿Qué tú? Eh, sí, sí. It's been, it's been another long oh, week yeah, here. Sí, sí. Come on, come on give, give us a big smile. You know, you know you, you know you have to see me. You haven't seen me in days. Well, that's just true. I haven't seen you in a while. I'm always happy to see you, El Vacant. And I, I even brought you up a burrito because, you know, you look like you haven't been eating properly. Wow. Well. I am. I, I. I have been kind of busy. Eating it with the nice, nice, extra crispy carnitas that you like. Oh wow! Okay, that's. I'll have to, I didn't I'll, even I'll, let I'll get, I made it. All right. Well, you could have given this to me before the show. I can't really eat it on the show. Kind of. Sure, you can. But, I do all the time. Uh, you. 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 I, you give the mic to judgment. He rambles on. You eat food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me. Hmm. crunchy. Hmm. Hmm. I feel better already. Awesome. I, I hear Thank you. Thank you. Ah. Wow. Oh, you know what? Evil Man's gonna come at me for saying that. He's gonna be like, someone stole my line again. Yeah, probably. But you know, who's it is what it At is. Least I didn't make you famous. Oh, there you go. Any any other any other of his lines you want to steal? Uh what is he gonna do? I'm pretty unstoppable. <laughs> uh, I said unflappable. Right? Is that you're on flapping? You did say unflappable. I mean, I have a pretty good wingspan, but I don't think flapping <laughs> will help with no feathers. No, it certainly wouldn't. You know, we all that would do is we'd be able to smell your deodorant. That, that'd be about it. But anywho, all right, let's let's talk about RAWF, shall we? Uh, sure. Two weeks, from, two weeks from tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, our annual celebration of America pay-per-view. It is Philadelphia Freedom Live from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, PA. Already got a few matches lined up for Philadelphia Freedom, including the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship. And when it's an interesting situation here, uh, L Vacant, the Teflon Sheik and Maeve O'Hare, both of Terror Inc., facing off for number one contendership to the world title, but Teflon Sheik got on the mic and declined the match, basically. He conceded the match to Mabel Hare. He made it official. It is said and done, despite the match not being officially over. He made his state, he made his intentions clear. And so 
Uh, it is official. Mithras, the title machine, to defend the World Heavyweight Championship against Terror Inc.'s own Maeve O'Hare. Look, uh, I, wait, I, I need you to clear something. When you suspended him, didn't you suspend him for doing stuff just like this? This is true. This is true. However, considering considering that I gave him an extra match on the card, because I had a suspicion something like this might happen, and in that extra match on the card, he got absolutely pummeled um, by the Immortal Griffith. Yeah, considering all that, I think maybe, you know, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, who am I to argue with someone who wants to give up a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship? I mean, see, y- you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, I just don't, don't. Why are you in this business if you're not after the gold? I don't you're like what? Why? I, I, I agree. It, it's an it's 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 an interest. Again, an interesting situation. Uh, so. I mean, do you know how much work I had to put in to make sure that I was the every champion in the world? Like, do you know how much that took? How much commitment? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not. Let's not go. But anywho, Mithras the Title Machine defends against Maeve O'Hare at Philadelphia Freedom. Your thoughts on the match, Olvacan? Well, I mean, she'll be well-rested for the fight. Well, that's not necessarily true. She well, that's true because it's like what two weeks away. Two weeks away, and she's still. And it's not like she didn't have a match on the card herself. Uh, she was also fighting Davila for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship, which that match is still underway. So, uh, Davila, it's not like. Slow. <laughs> well, she's methodical. I, I like to consider yes, Davila that is methodical. That's the word we will go with. We'll go with that. Slow, methodical. I was going to go with sonic, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, but I mean, Mithras, the title machine. Both both Mithras and Maeve have been pretty hot as of late on pay per view. Uh, and Mithras, of course, we know has you know he's t- he's he's tore up tore it up this, so far this year. Maeve as well. Who do you like between these two at Philadelphia Freedom? Uh, I mean, uh, let's be real. All of the bookies, all of the odds are going are going to go with with uh, with Mithras here. I mean, he's he's you know he's 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 taken on some of the best of the best to retain you know to earn that championships and then to retain those championships. Um, you know, when he gets a hold of a title, he tends to hold on to it for you know quite some time. Uh, I, I think this is a is a huge uphill battle for for Maeve. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll root for her certainly. You know, I'm, I'm a fan. I, I enjoy her work. Um, but I think uh, I, I think this is definitely an uphill battle. I, like you know, but hey, this is this is wrestling. Sometimes sometimes you know, sometimes uh, the giant loses. You know. <sighs> the knee is going to be lonely tonight, isn't it? I mean, I just tell the truth. You know, it's not my job to suck up. I'm not chic. <laughs> oh, boom! All right, moving along. We do not know who will be facing Mithras for Platinum Dragon, nor do we know who will be facing Hobo Ezekiel for National. 
these will be defending his FUBAR C championship, though, against R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer and a man who hasn't held gold for a while, but seems to be on a resurgent uh, since Immortal 7, uh, since a loss to May, that Immortal 7. Uh, the Razor has been on a tear, on a mission, and at Philadelphia Freedom, he gets his opportunity at the FUBAR City Championship. However, we know that these has been a very dominant FUBAR City Championship, holding it for the better part of six or seven months now. Uh, who do you like between these and the Razor? Hmm. Uh, again, you, you know, I actually am kind of a you know Dee's fan. I enjoy his work. I find him very amusing. Um, he's very good in the ring. Uh, but uh, there's... There's a little something that, you know, people have to remember uh, with this being a FUBAR City match is that uh, Razor has a nickname around here, uh, as you know. Yes, he is the chairman of RAW. Yeah, and, and that's not because he sits on the board. You know, he's if he, if he brings, uh, I, be, I believe he named it Paige, did he not? Yes, he did. Yeah, so he brings Paige to ringside. That's a great equalizer. He's that oof, that could go very poorly for these. I agree. It very well could. Chair shot after chair shot after chair shot. Yeah, it could very well go poorly for these. Razor is a master of the chair of with with a chair, but you know, there's other weapons you can use. You can use you can use anything you want in a Fubar City street fight, and then so but, but, okay. let's. Just to remind you, when I first joined the company, right, when I first showed up, I first started working with the company, one of the very first matches that I got to see was a Fubar City street fight between Razor and uh, Mr. Ego Man. And uh, if you recall that match, he tried to light Ego Man on fire. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Right. But So he's not like he, 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 he's shy in these matches. This is true. Very true. Razor is no no stranger to Fubar City street fights, so these will have his work cut out cut out for him. But he can counter uh, Page with his Deserator. I just want to. I just just saying that could be the great that's, equalizer. That's true. You know, you take one of those beer cans to the chest. That'd probably hurt. Yes, yeah. but uh, that one should be a good one. Midnight Hobo Championship. It will be the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Defending against Terror Inc.'s Luke Cage, the power player, uh, who defeated Iceman King Parsons uh, at, on Superstars last week to get this title shot. Luke, we, as we know, has, I do not believe has held singles gold here in his R.A.W. career as of yet, so I'm sure he is looking very much forward to, this, to facing Cougs for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Who do you like? I I hate to say it, but I, I I think I think Luke was probably going to win this. Really, that's not what I was he's, expecting he's, you to say. He's due. I don't like I don't like saying it, but he's he's due. Remember that feeling we had when when uh, Dragon won his title, his first title. Mm-hmm. Remember coming up to that match, it just felt like it was it, it was time. It was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of have that feeling now. So it has hmm. nothing to do with who I want to win. It's not even who I think should win. It's just I, I, my gut says he's due. Wow. 
That knee is really going to be lonely for a while, isn't it? Not that Coogs was going to use your knee anytime soon being married, but, you know, you just, you're just, you're just, you're just, I will be rooting for Coogs. I want the Coogs to win, but there's something in the air. All right. We will find out at Philadelphia Freedom. Triple Crown Championship. We only have one contender match finished of the two. Uh, Chris C- the, the unsettled Chris Cage, reigning Triple Crown Champion. Uh, one of his challengers will be the man who beat him for the White Lightning Championship at Radiversary, that being Claymore. So that right there in itself is an interesting storyline. And when you add either Money Sue or Kill a Neptune to the pot, uh, it all it's going to make out for a pretty damn good Triple Crown Championship match. We'll have more on that uh, next week. Sin will defend his newly won Multimedia Championship against a Tigress, who uh, looking to join her hu- her her hubby Dees as a multi holder of gold here in REWF. She and Dees, of course, the tag team champions. Uh, if she can beat Sin for the Multimedia Championship. She would be have two titles to her name. Tigress is not. I don't believe Tigress has ever won a major title in RAWF. So, and this is Sin's second major title. He wasn't been the champion for a, a time. Uh, who do you like between Sin and Tigress? I, uh, I think the smart money is on Tigress on this one. I mean, she's she's really gotten into a groove lately. You know, all the work, all the work and confidence that she's gotten uh, out of being uh, the tag champion. Uh, you know, she works with some of the, you know, she trains and works with some of the best people in the business. Like, you know, she's been on fire lately. I think she's, you know, I think she's the one to watch here. Uh, I, don't, I, I kind of agree with you on this one. Tigers taking on Sin for the multimedia championship at Philadelphia Freedom. Champions Choice Championship. Killing Neptune. Uh, so, you know, the forever champion, as he likes to call himself. Uh, and it's, you know, I, I have to commend him for the way he's gone about making his choices. He's not just choosing someone out of the pod or choosing someone because they pissed him off or, or whatnot. He's actually making people go in and work for a title shot that they're probably not going to win. That they almost that they have almost zero chance to win. Yet you see a lot of people going to a scene and making the effort just because that slimmest of slimmest chances that they can upset him for that champion's choice championship. Uh, he it, chose. It kind of makes it funnier. Yeah, it does. Uh, cred, kudos to Killa on the inventive on on his creativity uh, since becoming champion's choice champion. His choice. Has been made. It will be Iceman King Parsons, and uh, uh, let me go back and look at those stipulations that Killer oh, laid out. And, and the uh, name. Don't forget the name. Oh God. Well. Because I'm sure he named it. Uh, I don't know if he did or not, but if he did, I'm ignoring it. Uh, let's take a look here. Yeah, double your pleasure. There it is. So the official steps are. It's the, okay, the, this month's theme is double your pleasure, double your fun. That's not too bad. That's, I, could, I could probably make something up for that. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Uh, so, let's see. Mr. P- so, I'm giving Mr. Parsons double the moves that Mabel Hare got last month. Not only double the moves, but he gets to double down on the theme of the moves. What moves are they? Good question. 
flying head scissors and neck scissors. So he gets double the scissors. Uh, those are the only two moves he can use. He can use a def- He can use a defense. He does. He can use a defense, and it is fool me once. <laughs> so uh, that's a lot more than Maze got. That's true. So those are the official stipulations to that to that match. And of course, Killa can be allowed to do whatever he wants. So uh, I I don't know if a person can win a match like that, but I mean I it has to there has to be at least a one percent. I'm going to go with no. No, it's literally impossible. Okay, well. And I, I suppose still it gets IKP uh, a title shot that he wouldn't normally get. So I mean, it gets, uh, it lets him show up with abs. Yeah, it does. It does. It lets him show up. However, it is not IKP's only match, Iceman King Parsons' only match uh, on the card. We have the big triple Fubar City street fight between Luke Cage, Nightcrawler, and Iceman King Parsons. Luke and Iceman have been have been going at it tooth and nail for la- for quite a while, uh, back and forth. Nightcrawler has kind of gotten uh, into the mix somehow, just because he's he likes to he likes to stir the pot, and uh, so those three will battle it out in the first ever Fubar City Street Fight Triple Threat match at Philadelphia Freedom. We also have another Fubar City street fight between a rematch from Radiversary, Alley Knight to take on Damia, the mistress, the dark, dark siren or whatever she's calling herself these days. Uh, those two will go at it in the Fubar. So a lot of Fubar City street fights going on in the streets of Philadelphia come Philadelphia Freedom. There's almost going to be more action outside the stadium and around the stadium than there will be inside the stadium, Vacant. Uh, as, as Sasha said on her preview scene earlier today, let Fubar ring. I mean, it's completely possible. I thought that was funny. I did. I did. That's I all did. I get. Just, just actually, nothing. Well, first let I had to actually answer the question. You get mad if I don't ask, answer your question. No, that's true. But I, you know, I wanted. To, I, anyways, <clears throat> when I saw what you did there, it was funny. All right, Uber V and TPO still your superstars champion. Uh, after winning out, la- winning, retaining his title last week in Superstars, however, a tough challenge for him tomorrow in the can- from the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Uber Vegan will defend against RAWF Hall of Famer, former World Heavyweight Champion, Uncle Frank. Not going to be an easy night. It could be TPO's stiffest challenge for that title uh, since he won it a few weeks ago. And then another Fubar City street fight getting pumped for Philadelphia Freedom. We're going to have a street fight in Ottawa, Nightcrawler versus IKP, just a preclude to what we might be seeing at Philadelphia Freedom. So that is tomorrow's Superstars. Other matchups on tomorrow's Superstars, interest of of note. Uh, We will have the Triple Crown champion, Unsettled Chris Cage, taking on the reigning men's champion, the immortal Griffith. That should be good. Mark Caliber, the the Mr. Mister Three, Mr. Threesome. I don't want to call him that. He's the three faces of Mark Caliber take take on the Teflon Sheik. Uh, the Cougar takes on Zyberlinx. Tigress to take on Luke Cage. Uh, Mavo Hair. We've been who we're going to be talking to in just a minute. I had it down. It was right here. Where is it? 
Ah, Killa Neptune. She takes on a, a, a chance for her to get back at Killa Neptune for that whole Champions Choice match at Radiversary. This time it'll be under regular rules, so maybe a, a little bit of, of revenge against Killa Neptune for Maeve O'Hare tomorrow. Lady Vex takes on Hot Shot Chaz. Cassie Joe Knox versus Knox Boogie. Um, Paragon of Greatness takes on John Taylor tomorrow. Uh, and of course, everybody on the roster gets a rankings match as well. So that is what we've got for tomorrow's superstars. All right, let's get to some GM reports here real quick. I've got three to read off uh, from from our GMs. First, the tags report from Unstoppable. At the halfway point in tags, three out of six rounds counted. The top five tag teams are in first place, Tango and Cash, which is Uber. Vegan TPO and the Hawkster Bully. In second place, Dungeons and Dragons, the Paragon of Greatness and Knox Boogie. In third place, Swords and Scimitars, Teflon Sheik and Claymore. In fourth place, Amplified Harmony, Sin and the Mighty Vuvuzela. And in fifth is RWO, Davila and the Redneck Avengers. So that is halfway through uh, the tags season. Thank you, Unstoppable. Uh, high voltage report from the Cougar. High voltage is well on its way and matches are starting to end. No clear winner yet, but the unsettled Chris Cage is looking pretty good for a rematch. Should have Claymore's opponent next week. Battle of the Hormones semifinal matches are started. Tiggs taking on Wildfire and Mabel O'Hare taking on Damia. The winner of those matches will meet up with Allie Knight who won a bye this week for a triple threat match to determine Beast's competitor. In the event of a three-way tie, she has, I have a secret tiebreaker only myself and L.A. will be aware of. Ooh, I get to share a secret. Secret tiebreaker. All right. Good luck, everyone. That is, I'm from... looking for a tie. <laughs> that is the report from the Cougar. 32 to 1 report from Raven. She is waiting on one match to finish in week two between Dees and Knox. Then she will start week three. Through so far is Damia, Tiggs, uh, Uncle Frank, Iceman, Claymore, Wolfie, and Ricochet. All right. That's your 32 to 1 report. I do have a couple of GMs that will do live reports tonight. The first one being our Powerball GM. He is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, the Razor is here. Good evening, Razor. Good evening, L.A. Good evening, Al Bacon. Hola, senor. All right, Razor, how close are we to determining a contender for Europa's Powerball Championship at Philadelphia Freedom? Well, as Maeve Mania continues throughout RAWF, she has made it to the semifinal. 
And I am currently waiting on a match between Tigress and the Mancunian Maniac to conclude to find out who she will face. All right. Should be very interesting. Tigress also. You said Tig- Did you say Tigress and the Mancunian Maniac, correct? Yes. Well, Tigress also. We're saying her name quite a bit tonight. Uh, so might want people might want to start keeping an eye out on her. Uh, with that being said, thank you, Razor. I now move on to last and final GM of the evening, the ultimate gauntlet GM, the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance and the hour class of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the fall and keep it G. Go and have your family slam. Fuck around, beat it that hologram. Big dog way off the collar. Don't bother with the cane. Can't keep me like the way I need my face. Go and dig, feet, dig. Where the dead man sleeps. With the rat sack creep. And my flesh for hey, 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 no, make it still sleep. Out of open wounds. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening. Uh, we actually have some a couple of things to report for the Ultimate Gauntlet this week, despite the fact that we still currently have a championship match ongoing. We uh, started the next run of the Gauntlet as Prince began a run against Judgment, defeating him, then defeating Draven Bane via Countout, and is currently taking on Luke Cage. And Perhaps the biggest bit of news regarding the Ultimate Gauntlet this week is that a new rule change has been announced and will be implemented as soon as we begin next season of the Ultimate Gauntlet. And that rule is, as I individually check the participants in each match before I set them, if somebody has signed up for the Ultimate Gauntlet and for whatever reason has gone inactive between the time of their sign-up and the time that it would be set for their match... I will no longer be giving a free victory in the gauntlet to whoever is running. I will skip over the inactive person and go to the next wrestler on the list. Very good. I, I approve of that rule change. That, that I approve of that very much. That does make it a lot more fair uh, because someone running a gauntlet should not get an easy match uh, via count out if at all possible. So, all right. Very good, Paragon. Very, thank you very much. Uh, stick around. We'll talk to you a bit more, as we will with you as well, Razor. However, we have tonight we do not have a rankings period at top 25. I have not started scoring the new rankings period. However, we have a special treat for you tonight. Uh, it is, as you, as you all may know, I do keep tabs on the total amount of points scored by each individual during the calendar year. And as of right now, we are halfway through the calendar year, the RAWF calendar year of 2020. And what we have for you tonight is a top 25 of the overall rankings of the first six months of the period. So, L Vacant, if you would, sir, take it away. All righty, sir. All right. As you know, as you said, I would, what this is, so I'm not going to go over it again, no rehashing for all y'all. Pay attention next time. 
In 25th place, we have Mark Gallagher. In 24th place, we have, oh, look at that, Crazy Mama. In 23rd place, we have Davila. In 22nd place, we have Zyberlinx. In 24th, uh, 24th, no, I already said 24th, 21st place, we have Europa Muscles. In 20th place, we have Revenge Gibson. She's going to be mad about that. Someone's going to have to pay. All right. In 19th place, we have oh, everyone's favorite X-Man, Nightcrawler. Uh, in 18th place, we have, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, see, the unsettled Chris Cage. Still think he is the most aptly named person in the company. Uh, in 17th place, we have the Immortal Griffith. In 16th place, we have Uncle Frank. In 15th... In 15th place, we have Teflon Sheik. In 14th place, we have, oh, that's one of my favorites. John Taylor is in 14th place. Go you, John. In 13th place, we have the Deserator himself, Thieves. Uh, in 12th place, we have Charlie Tuna. Uh, Killer Neptune is in 12th place for the year so far. Go for him. In 11th place, we have, oh, look at this. He kind of kind of snuck in here. Look, he's very quiet lately, but Money Sue is in 11th place, so he's been doing pretty good, I guess, huh? In 10th place, we have, oh, look at that. Hola, Cougar. 10th place for you so far for the year. In 9th place, we have the Hawkster. Uh, in 8th place, we have Claymore. In eighth, but followed up by actually someone I like much more. In 7th place, we have uh, Mabel Hare, so good for her. Look at that. Dude, look at this. First year in 7th place for the year. See, look at that. In 6th place, we have... Uh, <clears throat> Me, 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 me. Beast. All right. In uh, fifth place, we have, oh, clickety clack, it's a hobo attack. That's right. Hobo Ezekiel is sitting pretty at fifth place for the year. That leads, brings us to fourth place, which, you know, doesn't need any kind of big introduction because, you know, it's the great red dragon and he'll introduce himself. And then in third place, we have, oh, the title machine himself. Mithras is third for the year so far. In second place, we have Lady Vex. And then in first place, Ah, you don't call it. None of you care who's in first place. All right. Oh, just, kidding. just kidding. First place is is the great pickle man himself, Baragon of Greatness. All right. And that is just halfway through the year. And really, it, you know, it's not much for anything but curiosity. Uh, there, there's no titles or prizes on the line for being in the top 25 or being the number one wrestler of the year. Uh but, you know, a lot of people like to know how they've been doing throughout the year. And so uh, this is what that, that is why I keep track just to, just for sheets and giggles, if you will. But, yeah, that was a very interesting top 25 for the first over oh, first half of the year. Anybody who surprises you the most on that list? Already? I mean, honestly, I, I guess really none of them, probably because I read these things every week. So, I mean, I kind of these are the names I would expect. The order is maybe not what I expect, but, you know, I mean, there's no one here that stunned me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so some other stats about that list, just just because I know there's people out there that like to know about these kind of things. And what? Listen. Wrestlers like stats? No. No, wrestlers don't like stats. Of course not. All right. So let's take a couple of things I can tell you. Uh, only one, only two people on that top 25 have been in the top 10 uh, all five rankings periods that we've been, and that was Lady Vex and the Great Red Dragon. Um, so 
go them. Five people have been in the top 25 all five rankings periods. Vex, uh, Dragon, Mithras, Hobo Ezekiel, and Beast. And, yeah. Uh, and, by the way, right now, the top four, far and above, far and above uh, fifth place and down in points, just to let you know. They're all, all over 100 points ahead of number five by a, by a large margin, so... I just if that tells you anything, if not, you know, have fun with it. That is your top twenty-five uh, for the first five months of this year. All right. With that being said, Ella Vacant, let's bring on the lady that will be challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship at Philadelphia Freedom. Uh, no matter what you think about how she got there. She did get there, and at Philadelphia Freedom is her chance to win the World Heavyweight Championship from Mithras the Title Machine. Please welcome Terroring Stone. Gentlemen, Mavel here joining us. Good evening, Maeve. Maeve? Hola. Maeve. She's unmuted. Okay. I've been told to wait. Well, you know, I just... okay. Well, we'll get to her. We'll get to her later in the program then. Uh, but so, all right, we'll get to her later in the program. Razor, let's bring you back in here, sir. A big opportunity for you at Philadelphia Freedom. First chance at gold in quite a while for you, sir. Uh, challenging D's for the Fubar City Championship. Your thoughts? D's is quite a competitor. Uh, I'm, it seems to me the last match we had together, he pretty much showed me the way out. Uh, you know, I didn't have a good match against him the last time, so. It being a FUBAR City match, uh, hopefully things will go my way this time. You know, and, and the only bit of advice I can give to these is if you ain't got insurance, it might be a good idea to get some. So let's talk about this, though, though Razor. You know, at Immortal 7, a big loss to Maeve, but since then, 
you've been you you you've been de- very determined. Uh, what did that loss to me of an immortal? How did that wake you up? Uh, well, I, I've been pretty frustrated uh, as far as May goes. I I can't figure her out. I haven't been able to get a victory against her yet, and uh, she seems to be my stumbling block every time. And I've just been more focused in my matches and uh, trying to do better as far as overall in the company. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. So let's talk about let's talk about a, the Fubar City Street Fight. Something you're no stranger to. You've been you are a Fubar, former Fubar City champion. Uh, and as El Vacant mentioned earlier, one of the first matches he ever saw was you versus the Immortal Griffith in a Fubar City Street Fight, where you were absolutely at your best. Is this the kind of match we can expect from you at Philadelphia Freedom against Dees, who has been on a roll with that Fubar City Championship? I would certainly hope so. I would uh, love to come out and get way ahead if I can, but it is a Fubar City match, and anything can happen in a Fubar City match. You may have to uh, fight your way back from being, you know, it might be opposite. I may be way down and have to fight my way back, or, or he may have to fight his way, way back from me being way over top of him. What we talked about, you know, how you have paid your favorite chair. Uh, and I'm sure you will have it at hand in the streets of Philadelphia, but let's talk about, but surely you might be a tad bit worried about the Deserator. Uh, well, you, you have to be worried about anything, to be honest, you know. Uh, anything can happen in a Fubar City match. Uh, you can could get hit by a vehicle in a food bar city match. You, n- you never know what's going to happen. But uh, it doesn't doesn't hurt to have Paige in my corner, if you know what I mean. All right. Well, good luck to you at Philadelphia Freedom Razor. It's a big, big match for you. Uh, and, uh, you know, I would like to see you walk out of Philadelphia Freedom with the food bar city championship. Thank you, sir. All right. With that being said, oh my gosh, um, I'm going to turn to uh, a Paragon. Paragon, right now, of course, at press time, you do not have a, a scheduled match for Philadelphia Freedom. Right now, the contender match you are involved in still ongoing. However, I, 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 we're not actually going to be talking about you at this juncture. I, uh, I want you to get your. I want to get your input on something. Uh, Mr. R.A.W.F. Judgment, not here this evening, but he has recorded a message for one of your opaque brotherhood members, and I think you might want to listen to it. You ready? Uh, yep. You know, Amadeus, this is the best time of the year. You got fireworks, you got picnics. You got people wandering around in places they shouldn't wander around in. Everywhere I go, darkness seems to find me. Oh man. Darkness is my friend. 
Darkness is a place of uncertainty. Darkness is a place where you don't know what's hiding or lurking. And that's why I'm calling out the darkest wrestler in an REWF. It's the phenom himself, Uncle Frank. Or as I'm going to call him tonight, Uncle Festus. You know, Uncle Festus, I've been watching you very, very, very closely. See, Uncle Frank, the one thing that you've got to be aware of, beware of the man in the shadows. Beware of the sounds coming out of the darkness. Beware of the spine-chilling sounds of horror. I want you to imagine, Uncle Frank, of the most horrifying sound you can think of. And I want you just to keep it, and I want you to let it radiate through at your head. I want you to hear it at night when you sleep. I want you to hear it during the daytime. There will be nothing you can do to rid yourself of the horror, the sound that's piercing to your ears. You see, Uncle Faster, there will only be one escape, and that's to finally destroy where the sound's coming from. But the question isn't, where's the sound coming from? The question is, is there a sound at all? Or is your mind just playing tricks on you, acting like you hear the sound coming? and diving and coming and diving and coming and diving or maybe maybe the sound is a dark place from your childhood do you even want to venture back down to that hell you came through or maybe just maybe it's a sound of fear that without your sisterhood you'd be nothing more but a loser did you ever think of that? Did you ever stop and think that without your sisterhood, brethren, that you would be a loser? So, Uncle Festus, I'm going to do you a favor. We're going to see if you're really a loser or if you're able to stand on your own. Because I'm calling you out at Philadelphia Freedom in the first ever House of Horror match. Now, you may be asking yourself, what is a House of Horror match? And... I'm glad you asked yourself that because I ask myself things a lot. I usually call myself self because I call myself self as itself. Explain to him what a House of Horror match is. A House of Horror match is where you are alone. Meaning your sisterhood is banned from ringside. Just like Terry Inc. members are going to be banned from ringside. Second of all, there's the most horrifying, scariest, disgusting objects that you can think of in each corner that you must use on your opponent. And third, the final horror, before you pin your beaten, lifeless body of your opponent, you must go to their faction and get one of their members to come and call the match that you're at zero. Meaning you, Uncle Festus, has to swallow your pride and go into Terry Inc. and ask a member of Terry Inc. to come and announce that I'm at zero and you can pin me. Just like I have to swallow my pride and go and ask the sisterhood 
to come and announce your lifeless body down. So, Confessus, do you have the backbone to accept this match? I want to see you accept this match. I want to see you attempt your luck at this. Or are you just scared to face your worst nightmare? I'll be waiting for an answer. Let's <laughs> see you soon. Well, Paragon, you heard the you heard what Judge had to say. Now, obviously, you are not Uncle Frank. You can't actually speak for Uncle Frank. But what is your reaction, and what do you think Uncle Frank's answer will be? Who was that guy on the mic there? Where did where has that judge been hiding? He, he was coherent the entire time. He was legitimately ominous. I actually felt some chills. I was like, this guy is scary. I, I, I don't know where this judge is, but I, I like where his head's at, and I like what he's doing right here. Uh, I don't know if Uncle Frank's going to feel the same way. I would venture to guess that he probably will, but my goodness, I, if anything, I'm very impressed with the judgment. The, the entire presentation he just brought right there is something that makes me think that this may be a completely different judgment than we've been seeing for a while, and... That is an exciting prospect for a fan of the business and a fan of this company and myself. Uh, you know, I will I will bring this to Uncle Frank. I'm sure that whatever his answer will be will probably come through Killa, as Killa is generally the advocate for Uncle Frank. But I would I would be willing to bet that there's there's a good chance we're going to see that match. And Judgment has done a great job of selling that because I am actually excited about this potential match. All right. Wow. I agree with you. That was definitely not something we hear from ju- hear from Judgment every day. He was very ominous, El Vacant. Did you get chills too? El Vacant? Apparently so. I don't expect you him, certainly. I, I, that's, but, uh, I mean, but I had questioned while that was happening. Did you eat your burrito? Yes, I did. See? That was delicious. Ah. Oh. But it should so if Uncle Frank accepts that match, it should be a very good match indeed. A house of horror match between Judgment and Uncle Frank. Uh, looking forward to that if it happens. Unless I, I don't see foresee Uncle Frank declining the match. He's never been one to decline a, a challenge like that. At Paragon. Uh, talk real quick, Uncle Frank challenging for the Superstars Championship. Remind me, is he? But. Is he been Superstars champion before? Do you recall? Uh, uh, off the top of my head, I don't recall. I would be surprised if he wasn't, given his long history. But also, at the same time, maybe he not, because Frank kind of fell off of a cliff after he won the world championship. It took him a while to get back onto the rankings, but prior to his world championship run, he was frequently on the top 25, but he was almost always within the top five and those people frequently don't land the superstars title matches so it's it's possible that he hasn't but i would be willing to bet that he has all right 
Thank you very much, uh, Paragon. And like I said, not much to talk to you about on the, on, on the front. We don't know what's going to be happening at Philadelphia Freedom for you just yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, continued good luck. Anything you'd buy, anything you'd like to speak on before I let before I move on? You know, uh, I think that it's a very exciting time to be a part of RAWF. Even our veterans are on fire, as we just heard with Judgment. Uh, I'm genuinely excited to see what's going on in the future of this company, and I'm excited, uh, you know, about the new things that myself and the Opaque Brotherhood are bringing forward now, too, uh, for the first time in a while. It seems like we're all finally starting to um, go back to work at the same time, and that's a good thing, I think, um, for at least the morale within our camp. Uh, Probably not so much a good thing for the rest of the roster, but that's a different story. Uh, But but generally, just all good things. You know, you're doing an excellent job, L.A. Uh, You keep up the good work as well. All right, and let your let your brother, the forever champion, know I said hi. Uh, yeah, he'll probably yes. he'll probably not let me hear the end of it if I if I don't tell you that you're, his match is an ice ice baby too cold too cold match. Uh, oh my God, no, no, not happening, no. Uh, I just wonder if one of the two are going to stop, collaborate, and listen. All right. It's the worst. So that was fair. You, I made you cringe. You made me cringe. We're we're even on that front. Thanks a lot. Uh-huh. Let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna take a quick song break. When we return, I do believe Mabel Hare will be joining us, uh, among others. We'll be right back. This is REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
WF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus. This is El Vacant, and I do believe we have Maeve O'Hare now. I believe her, she has gotten through. Maeve, are you there? Hi, I'm here. I'm here. Yes, I just didn't want to come on earlier. Are you mad about El, about what El Vacant said? Oh, lad, do you think that I could be mad at El Vacant? I mean, why would you be mad at me? I really said the truth. What I'm mad about, I mean, if I could even use the word mad, which I don't know if I would or not, but no matter, is why everyone seems to think that the only way I were going to the pay-per-view is the number one contender where Sheik let me do it. Um, Because... Well, I don't I mean, think anyone I'm, said that. No one said that. No one said that. But the fact that he did let you do it uh, it, it's kind of controversial, you'll have to admit. I mean, we don't know what would have happened had Sheik decided to actually fight uh, you for the number one contendership. I mean, it is a slightly controversial, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree with that at least? I don't think it's controversial at all. I'm completely happy with how things turned out. Well, I, I suppose that's 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 a Interest, yeah, I could see that. I could see why you wouldn't consider it controversial. Without she complained week in and week out about the chic this and the chic that, and oh, I don't like him. Did you really want to see him go up against Miss Lad at the pay per view? I mean, she's got a point, I'll vacant. When 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 she puts it that way, uh, that that is kind of a good point. Did, would oh, you, I mean, I'm like would happier you? that it's her. I'm just saying, you know. It, it's. Hmm. I'm just saying that there will, regardless of what happens, there's always going to be this little asterisk, and unfortunately, you didn't put it there. He did. Another good point. Another good point. But no matter how she got it, she did get it. She got it within the rules, uh, and so it is what it is. Uh, she can, unfortunately. Uh, refuse to wrestle a match uh, of that caliber if he cho- desires to do so, and Maeve was the beneficiary. Uh, with that being said, Maeve, it, it will be your first shot at the World Heavyweight Championship, taking on Mithras at Philadelphia Freedom. What are your What are your thoughts once you knew 
what crossed your mind when you knew that you would be facing Mithras? Well, it's like I said when I were out there with the Sheik. I mean, first of all, I had to make sure that this wasn't some trick. I mean, he's he's my teammate, but he's also the Teflon Sheik, and I mean, we we, we all know how he can be. But uh, once I realized that he meant it and that I were going to be going on to face Mithrata, I mean, I, I admit I'm still a little. Uh, I don't I don't know the English word for it. Um, it's a little hard to process. Um, but I'm, I'm tentatively excited. I mean, I faced Miss Lad before, and he's, he's beaten me. I've beaten him, not as much as I might like. Um, but yeah, it's just all sort of jumbled up. But I will say that anyone who thinks that Mephrus is getting a free ride this, this month and isn't going to have a match on his hands is uh, going to be sorely disappointed. Well, I never said that. I certainly don't think he's going to have a free ride because obviously you have gotten better and better. Uh, you've only been in you've only been in this business a little over a year, and you continue to get better and better. Uh, and over the past month, you've shown exactly what your potential is. And uh, you know, with that being said, I'm not put. I, I would not count you out against Mithras, but. He, of course, knows how to defend titles on pay-per-view. There's probably uh, we all know of his epic Ho- Midnight Hobo Championship run, and over the past few months with the with both the World and Platinum Dragon Championship, he has been nearly unbeatable. Uh, so you do have a, ta- a huge task on your hands. Wouldn't you agree? Oh well, no. I mean, of course it's a huge task. Have you seen the size of the lot? Um, all jokes aside. I know, I know that he's not going to go in and it's not going to be a repeat and shit match where I go in and all of a sudden get told that I'm going to win. So what I expect it to be. Well, there's, there's a few things I would like to get off the match. I mean, first and foremost, I want to win the belt. I mean, who doesn't want to be the world heavyweight champion? Oh, but moreover, I'd, I'd like to see a different sort of different sort of Mithras in the ring. I'd like to one who's bad renegade habits uh talking about fails and oh I only lost because it was bad luck and all all of that. I'd, I'd like to see him take it seriously. Well, I'm sure he will. I'm, I mean, I, I don't think he'd be looking past you. Mithras is not that type of champion, never has been. He takes every match as seriously as the next. Wouldn't you agree, Elvacan? I see. Absolutely. But, Maeve, good luck to you. What's that? That's what I'm counting on, lads. But I have to say, I have to kind of go back, because in there, you, you asked a question. And I mean, I know you meant it as rhetorical, but there was an obvious answer to it, because you said, who wouldn't want to be world champion? And, and apparently the answer is Teflon. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. I mean, he did give that up. I w- it is what it is, though. We won't. I'm not going to put it past you. You are the official number one contender, so congratulations. A lot of hard work did go into that. 
despite the result of the final match. So and, and look, not, I'll be honest with you. I I, I would rather I would rather the the match go to someone who clearly wants it. Wow. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Elaine. I appreciate that. Uh, and I tell you what, once I win that belt, I'll come and I'll let you touch it while I sit on your knee. How's that sound? Yeah, I get to touch it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as Razor said earlier, Mavomania running wild right now in RAWF. Good luck to you, Mave, here in a couple weeks against Mithras. Thank you, lad. Good night. I'm vacant. They're not. Uh, wait, they're not the one. I'm sorry. I'm a little dumb. <laughs> you know. I hate when she leaves, but I like to watch her go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I certainly hear what you're saying. So uh, before we get to our next guest, I got to give everybody uh, some big tournament updates. And uh, let's start with uh, the biatch of the month, the winner to face uh, Europa Muscles for the estrogen title. Two very interesting finalists right now. It is down to the final match in the biatch of the month. It is former estrogen champion Crazy Mama taking on a name we haven't heard for a while as far as titles go. But she seems to have uh, plowed through the rest of the competition in the Bianca of the Month, and that is Jiggles. I know you like that name, Elvacant, Jiggles. I do. I really do. (laughs) But, yeah. Jiggles taking on Crazy Mama. The winner will face Europa Muscles for the estrogen title at at Philadelphia Freedom. In the Arsehole of the Month, the winner to face the immortal Griffith for his men's title at Philadelphia Freedom, we are into uh, we are in round four. Uh, already moving up, moving on to the quarterfinals are Papa Shaker, Bees, Knox Boogie, Claymore, The Razor, Mancunian Maniac, and Mithras the Title Machine. We are just waiting on Teflon Sheik versus Mark Caliber uh, to round out the quarterfinals. There, uh, some interesting names certainly there. Are, interesting possible challenges for the immortal Griffith. Let's take a look at the extra points tournament. The winner to get 25 extra bonus points uh, in their rankings in the upcoming, in the rankings period that is just started right now. We are in round three. We have Mithras taking on the Hawkster Cougar taking on bees judgment, taking on Wolfie Mark caliber, taking on Prince uh, the immortal Griffith taking on Tigress. Killa Neptune has already beaten Maeve to move on to the next round. Uncle Frank taking on El Cheeky Block Diablo. And Uber Vegan has already defeated the Count of Manifesto to move on to the quarterfinals. Now for the big one, El Vacant. Uh, this one, we, we can now say we can, we're into the money rounds because the people that I'm about to announce all have won uh, at least the quarterfinalist money in the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. So, let me get to – yes, that is it. All right. So, we are almost to the quarterfinals. We are waiting on two matches to end. Those matches are Tremaris to the Bone versus Uber Vegan TPO and Cassie Joe versus Don Shadow. The winners of those two matches move on to the quarterfinals and to the money rounds. 
they will win at least uh, 15 million coins, 500 wrestler bucks, and a company. Joining them uh, in the quarterfinals right now, we have Brunette Strangler. Uh, we have Rattlesnake Ron, a former winner of the champion. If he were to win out, he would be the first ever two-time winner of the Xanthus Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. We got Hobo Ezekiel. We have the, uh, the Emperor of Machismo, Rick Nelson. We have Mordrin Nightwalker, and we have Claymore. Have all won at least 15 million coins, 500 wrestler bucks, and a company. Let me make sure that's right. Yes. So, congratulations to all everyone I just named off. You won at least that much, and one of you will win a buttload of money, boatload more, uh, when you win the actual tournament. So, good luck. Some big names still left there, El Vacant. Your thoughts? Um, I mean, there are some very big names there. And like you said, you know, we've got someone who, you know, has already won once. So, you know, that's kind of interesting. It'd be kind of interesting to see if someone can do it twice. Um, you got Hobo Ezekiel in there, which I personally is my, my personal favorite. I, 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 I couldn't even tell you why, but he is. It's just like kind of like, I, I'd like to see that. He's had a bad year. I think this would be a good, good, good comeback thing for him. Indeed, it would be a very it should, it, it's going to be interesting to see who walks out. But right now, all the, some of those names left, uh, you know, brunette strangler. I wouldn't mind seeing her win. She's she's one of my faves. Uh, and you know, Claymore, he represents RAWF, even though he is a member of Terror Inc. It wouldn't be a horrible thing to see him win it as well. I know you're not a big fan of that statement, but I, he, you know, uh, it is what it is. All right, so that is your tournament update, ladies and gentlemen. We now get to talk to the man, the myth, the legend. And when I say the myth, I mean Mithras. He is the world heavyweight and platinum dragon champions. Ladies and gentlemen, he is... Gentlemen, he is the title machine. He is Mithras. Good evening, Mithras. Hey, Amadeus and uh, El Vacon, mi amigo. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, you know, pretty good, pretty good. How about you? I, I am, I am darn good, thank you. Uh, been an interesting and wild week. Um, and congratulations to Maeve. You know what's funny is that a while back somebody said that. Um, I didn't want to have matches with women because uh, I didn't think they had earned their titles or their shots or whatever. And, and I pretty quickly corrected that person and said that absolutely wasn't the case. It's just that I was brought up better than to hit a woman. 
And I don't want Maeve to think that I think that of her because I don't think that of anyone. But she has been put in the ring. She will be put in the ring with me. And as I also said, I will fulfill my contractual, you know, my contractual obligations, male or female. And, uh, you know, that's what it is. And so she may want to see a different kind of Mithras, and that's great. She can want to see whatever. You know, I can be a football player or an NBA basketball star, whatever. But what's going to happen is that she and I are going to have a match to see who can win or who will either retain or who will win uh, the RAWF World Heavyweight title. That's what that's all about. It's pretty simple. Life doesn't have to be that hard. So um, I'm looking forward to it. But I will say that, uh, Amadeus, you remember my, my last title defense for the world, right? I do remember. It was against these. These. All right. Now, I didn't notice these laying down for me. Even though, you know, he's one of the top dogs in Renegade. He didn't by any means lay down for me. In fact, I kind of wish he had because he beat the crap out of me until I got the win. But what I'm saying is, you know, seems a little weird. And, you know, Teflon Sheet can say all he wants that, oh, it's tactical. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. You know, whatever. I, I got to ask, I think we all should ask ourselves, was he just afraid? I mean, really, because it, it's, it's really far more plausible that it was a, a fear factor rather than a, uh, uh, a corporate strategic position. So that's the question. You know, but as far, you know go ahead. That's, that's a decent question. I, I w- it wouldn't be the first time that he's uh, done something similar to avoid facing a certain opponent. So – I mean, maybe he, maybe yep. there is a fear factor there. I, I I tend to I I tend to say though that you know whichever way it go whichever way it goes I I think Teflon is one of these days going to make his run and we're gonna we're gonna we're all going to not like it but we're gonna have to live with it. But with that being said, no um, no this, no no I gotta say I gotta say Amadeus I'll enjoy it because he's gonna get his ass kicked. I think all of us will enjoy that. I don't know if you'll enjoy it as much as Griffith did. (laughs) Well, this is true. Well, Mistress, with that being said, I have some news for you, some breaking news, if you will. Yeah. Sure. This just in from R.A.W.F. Network, Sasha Camaro. The, the Paragon of Greatness defeated the Lady Vex to become the new number one contender to the Platinum Dragon Championship. So now this stage is set for you completely at Philadelphia Freedom, defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Mabel Hare and then the Platinum Dragon Championship to the man that you should would, would have defended it against at Immortal 7 had not the triple threat match been made. Now there will be one-on-one for the Platinum Dragon Championship. It will be you versus the Paragon of Greatness. Your thoughts? Well, I'm glad he got another shot at the title because the guy, you know, he deserves it. And the triple threat match was kind of, uh, I think as most people know, was a little inconclusive. So um, I think it's good. Uh, I don't think it'll be a cakewalk, uh, but 
I do know that he has a rather simple view of the world. Things are black or white. And I think that is his uh, weakness. And that, you know, people are either good or bad, you know, nice or mean, you know, day or night. And, and that's, that's not the world. And, and I think that that hobbles him in a way that he's unable to, to uh, recognize reality. Um, now, that's not to say he's not a great competitor. I mean, he absolutely is. But I think ultimately in that head is where the weakness is for now. Um, by the way, I got to ask you, Amadeus, did you get my production crew to put together that little news-breaking thing? Because that sounds pretty high-quality high, uh, production, and that sounds like my guys. No, I've had this for a while. It was my guys. So yeah, all right, all right. Maybe they, uh, they can help you out with something new and improved. How's that? All right. Well, we're gonna talk. Let's, let's, we're gonna let your, your two opponents talk here in a minute and and, and <laughs> respond to what you had to say. Uh, but I just want to point out real quick: both of your world heavyweight championship match titles uh, reigns, you defeated women to be to win the world heavyweight championship both times. It was Haruki at, Immo- at the very first Immortal, and then Lady Vex at Love Hurts a few months ago. I I got nothing that. To- I, I got nothing. <laughs> I just got nothing. <laughs> All right. So we'll start with Paragon. Paragon. Oh, oh, I know what I've got. I know what I've got. Here it is. See, Amadeus, the world is not black and white. It's all shades of gray. <laughs> Thank you. Let's start with Paragon. Paragon, you heard what Mithras had to say. Your thoughts about the match against Mithras at Philadelphia Freedom. First, uh, I would like to say that I'm going to require some time to collect my proper thoughts to give a genuine response to his comments regarding, um, you know, right and wrong, black and white, what have you, and uh, explain just how mistaken he is in that regard. Uh, I feel like, given that this news has just now broken, I would be hard pressed to be able to accurately articulate exactly what I need to say to Mithras at this moment. So instead, uh, and follow me here because it will tie back to Mithras. I would actually like to address who's going to be speaking next, uh, Maeve O'Hare, uh, in regards to this Teflon Sheik situation and, and allow her to um, perhaps understand the type of gravity that this could have on her and um, something that she might want to look out for in this upcoming match with Mithras. Because you see, it's, it's all fun and games when a situation like this happens, you know, it's uh, the easy thing to do is, you know, make a, a bit of a joke about how, you know, you're, you're, you're certainly going to take the win if you're going to get it. And absolutely you, you should, but I, I think that perhaps um, you should, uh, mentally prepare yourself for the ramifications that you may not be thinking of in this situation, because it was not that long ago that myself, I won a world heavyweight championship, not a contenders match, a world heavyweight championship due to similar circumstances. The match stopped before it finished. I was awarded a championship that I didn't necessarily earn. And I think that, at the time, you know, I had the same kind of 
mentality. Hey, I you know, world championship, I'll take it. But the fact is, championship runs fade, and when it was over, I was left with this emptiness inside of me, this emptiness that was visible for the world to see, an emptiness that I personally blame for the string of bad luck I had for nearly a year following that championship run because I was constantly forced into a situation where I had to question, did I deserve that championship? Is, you know, is my name going to always have that asterisk next to it in the history books? And it took a really long time. In fact, it took, literally until just moments ago to finally feel as though I have vindication from that night, that I finally earned the opportunity to brush that chip off of my shoulder and feel like I have proven that I had earned the situation that I was in, which this is how it brings back to Mithras because it happened again before I had my chance to finally justify the championship reign that I held prior at Immortal 7. I earned a Platinum Dragon Championship match. This is true. I did not earn a World Heavyweight Championship match. And yet, I walked into the main event challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship in a match that I should not have been in, perhaps. And... I proved in the middle of that ring for the sold-out capacity crowd to see, had I challenged for the Platinum Dragon Championship singularly, had I just challenged for the one championship that I had earned, I would probably be the Platinum Dragon Champion right here, right now. But instead, I got greedy. I, I saw a free opportunity. I took it. I made the same mistake I made all those years ago when I won the world championship. And I ended up coming out of Immortal with nothing. So now that I've finally earned my vindication against Lady Vets, and I finally have an opportunity one-on-one with Mithras the title machine to earn the exact same justification in a Platinum Dragon Championship match, I say to you going into this main event... Make sure that you're mentally prepared because not only is Mithras an opponent that's going to be very difficult to beat, but you're going to be battling with yourself in that ring because I know from experience as a world-class competitor, sometimes the biggest opponent is going to be yourself. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Maeve, your thoughts. Jesus, is he dumb? <laughs> yes, yes, he is. You see, man, if you had mental health coverage, then Big Purple there wouldn't need to be using the radio as his therapy. What's <laughs> 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 uh, No one listens to me. You might not be enough. Silly Mabel O'Hare, she just fell off the pay to Lori. She don't know nothing. <sighs> cool. I hope he feels better. Um, I don't feel guilty at all. I don't feel worried. 
I mean, I I want to win the match. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fight me arse off, but I'm not losing no sleep over how I got there. I don't I don't care if Patagon or Mithras or you or Vacant English out there. I don't I don't care if none of you think that I deserve to be there because the fact of the matter is I'm going. I'm going to fight. Uh, and all things being equal, no one else might be giving me a chance, but I'm going to go get that belt. You had, you had that vacant read off the the, month, the whole like tabulation of rankings. And I'll admit I was a little surprised that I was quite so high overall. But you know what the big difference is between two months ago and now? And I know Sheik would come out here and say it's all because of Sheva Capri and you know, that they've turned me into this world-class competitor. But the fact of the matter is, after Love Hurts, I sat down and you can ask Lovely about this. I said, I'm going to make people know who I am and that's what I've done. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. So I appreciate your concern and if you need a shoulder to cry on, I know some lovely people who can help you out of Better Paragon, but don't worry about Maeve. Maeve will be just fine. I'd like to point out, folks, that Maeve was number two overall in the rankings period, so that that she didn't earn a shot. She didn't earn. She did earn this. And as sometimes things happen in this weird business we call professional wrestling, sometimes strange things happen, and that's just one of those things that ha- unpredictable things. Uh, Maeve has earned her shot. And I do believe it's going to be one hell of a match between her and Mithras at Philadelphia Freedom. Thank you, Maeve. Thank you, Paragon. Thank you, Mithras. We've got a couple other things to cover here before the show uh, goes off the air here in 30 minutes. But thank you all, and good luck to you all at Philadelphia Freedom. All right. With that being said, we now have a message from the power play of Luke Cage as he looks towards his match with the Cougar at Philadelphia Freedom for the Midnight Hobo Championship and his triple threat match, Fubar City Street Fight with Nightcrawler and IKP. I walked in to Montreal, Quebec, Canada as the student, but I walked out as the new number one contender for the RAWF Midnight Hobo Championship. And who did I have to face to earn that right? I had to face the the man that basically taught me everything I know about professional wrestling. The man that started me in this business. The man that showed me my first hold. The man that helped me hone my skills, showed me the ropes. And you know what? 
as much as I hate to admit it, that was one hell of a fight you gave me. Iceman King Parsons, you are probably one of the toughest SOBs and unstoppable, period. And I'm man enough to admit that. And I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you people that I had an easy night in the ring with the Iceman. It's never going to be an easy night in the ring with the man that fights the way he fights. And I'm not going to tell you people that I wasn't worried going into the match. Damn right I was worried. I'd already faced him in the cage and I knew enough to be worried. The man is tough, no question about it. And he ain't lost a step since the day he first stepped in the ring. So I give you that, Iceman. You got my respect. But see, the thing is, things ain't over between you and me, are they? You and I still have to face each other on the streets in Philadelphia. You, me, and the guy that's probably one of the toughest hardcore street fighters there is, Nightcrawler. The three of us are going to do war. We are going to battle. Fubar City style. Everything goes. And don't think Luke is above picking up a brick or a bat or a tire iron or a lead piper. Anything he can get his hands on to beat your two heads in. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Because I know I'm going to need everything at my disposal if I want to get out of that fight in one piece. I don't put nothing past either one of you. But it looks like Luke's dance card is going to be full for Philadelphia Freedom. Because Luke also has an opportunity to fight for the RAWF Midnight Hobo Championship. Yeah, I'm going to be stepping in the ring with the first lady of anarchy herself, Cougar. Now, I don't have a whole lot to say about Cougar. I've never stepped in the ring with her. I don't think we've ever even said much of two words to each other. I know she's not fond of Terror Inc., as most people ain't in R.A.W.F., and with good reason. It's called jealousy. It's called envy. It's called wanting to be us, because you ain't us. So I'm used to that. But Cougar, I just want you to know that don't expect to walk into this fight thinking it's going to be some kind of cakewalk. You may not think much of me or my ring skills. But when it's over, after that match is done, you're going to be looking at me with the Midnight Hobo Championship belt around my waist You're going to stare at that belt and then look me in the eye and you're going to say, Luke, man, I feel you. A very confident Luke Cage going into Philadelphia Freedom, uh, L. Vacant. Seems like things are coming together for him just fine. We'll find out at Philadelphia Freedom. Your thoughts? Uh, I mean, 
you know, like I, I said, uh, I think, you know, Luke is in the right mind mindset. Uh, I think he's due. And uh, he apparently agrees with me. <laughs> no doubt that he does. And uh, it apparently so very... he feels me. <laughs> <laughs> it will be Luke Cage facing the Cougar for the Midnight Hobo Championship at Philadelphia Freedom. My next guest, our next guest, I should say, is our reigning men's champion coming off of a tremendous victory. I, and I say tremendous because it was just delightful to watch. It was poetry in motion. Uh, a victory over the Teflon Sheik last week on Superstars. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. I am... Immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? Cause I live for the pain, the fight, the glory, the game. I'm watching out there in the And no one is Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith joining us now. Good evening, Griffith. Good evening, Lord Amadeus. And how are you this fine, fine evening? Oh, I, I, I tell you what, I, I've been a little down a little bit, but every time I get down this week, I turned, I watched a replay of that match against the Teflon Sheik, and it just it perks me up every time because it's such a tremendous victory. Uh, talk about the match and what exactly – I mean, I know you, you, you've you lived a long, long time, uh, and you've probably torn into many an opponent with as much ferocity as you did uh, the Teflon Sheik, but I, I have a feeling not many of them are alive to tell the story. Uh, talk to us about the match against Sheik and what your mindset was. Well, I mean, as you well know, I, I've been trying to get my hands on a little – gutter snipe since he uh, returned from his little vacation. Uh, you know, he's been running his mouth nonstop, you know, putting, putting the, putting the name of his betters out there constantly. Uh, not just myself, but quite a few people, you know, and trying to run everybody down. And uh, I just, I, I kind of had enough and, you know, he, and he did everything in his power to duck me to make sure he wouldn't face me. Um, you know, I had openly challenged him several times to which, I mean, to the point where, you know, and he ran from those, you know, he, and, and finally someone, someone, and I'm not sure it would be, I, someone I, I clearly owe a, a great thank you to, someone, someone forced the issue and put him in a ring with me and, and, you know, and I finally just got to, to do what I've been wanting to do for, for months and months now, which is just put that pusillanimous toe rag in his place once and for all, you know. And I was having I was having a grand old time of it. It was like, you know, I was having having a good time, slapping him around as I saw fit, you know. And then, 
and then he tried to get himself disqualified. But right in front of right in front of the referee, he went for my eyes, uh, not once, not twice, but three times. And thankfully, thankfully, I had spoken to the ref earlier and told him that unless it was truly, truly egregious and it didn't look like it continued to do to just not disqualify. Sheik, because I was I was fairly certain this is what he would try to get out of a match. He's done it before, you know. He thinks he's all clever, you know. He'll win in his way by you know you know dissing the fans or taking a loss on his terms, and, and I wasn't going to have that. And thankfully, this new referee you hired and understood after a little bit of convincing um, that you know that I was serious. And so thankfully, he sort of quote unquote looked the other way, you know, during those little eye gouges. But see, the problem. The problem that Cheek uh, had there is apparently he, he, he doesn't watch a lot of tape. He doesn't really bother to learn about the history of his opponents. And, you know, because if anyone who's followed my career knows that the, there's one way to really get me to just, just lose my temper in that ring, it's, it's to go for my eyes. And, you know, I, I take that personally. So, unfortunately for him, not only did he not get disqualified, but he turned up that aggression level to 11. So, you know, everyone's out here talking about how, you know, he, you know, he, he didn't want the title match or, you know, he, he thought it was best for business or he's a coward. Now let's be real. The reason he did what he did later in the night is because I broke him and he knows it. He is in no shape to face anyone. And you know that that is another valid point that could be certainly be the reason you did put an ass whooping of him uh, on of epic proportion epic proportions. Let's try that again. Uh, for you to say. No, no, it wasn't. But I mean, the truth is, he was in no shape. He was protesting even having to wrestle the match against you, knowing you know that he it was is. It was not in his best interest to do so. However, uh, I mean, it, good. it's not my fault. He came in with injured ribs, <laughs> and then he put a giant sign on them that said they were injured. Yes, yes, he did. Right. You walk in there with your ribs taped. Of course, I'm going to hit you in the ribs, right? I mean, that's just how that works. So, coming off that very satisfying victory for you, uh, Griff, uh, I mentioned earlier the the somewhat still fairly long list of possible competitors, challengers to your men's championship. Uh, among them is still the Teflon Sheik. There is still a chance that you may get your hands on him again uh, at oh, Philadelphia. I'm, I'm sure he'll throw whatever match it is, you know. That it, you know, it's, at some point before the finals, he'll throw a match just so they doesn't have to do it. So the list included the likes of Papa Shaker, Dees, Mark Caliber, Sheik, Knox, Boogie, Claymore, Razor, Mancunian Maniac, and Mithras. Uh, of all those names, who just stood out? Who I mean, the there's some pretty one? big names in there. I mean, I've I've faced most of them for titles along the way. Uh, you know, in, in, at different periods of time, uh, I will say on that list, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for one of them. Like I kind of like to see because I, I haven't I haven't faced this new Mark Caliber. I haven't faced this this new evolution of him, and I, I kind of want to see how this Mark Caliber is in the ring. 
Okay, and I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. Mark Caliber has certainly been uh, an enigma over the past few few months, and uh, to see what he's like in the ring, that would be an interesting matchup. Uh, the three faces of Mark Caliber taking on the Immortal Griffith. But again, a lot of great names on there. We're talking old school. We talk about Razor possibly making it uh, into the, making it through the arsehole of the month. And we've talked about El Vacant was talking about the first match he ever remembers in RAWF was you versus Razor in that FUBAR city street fight. You mean when he tried to light me on fire? Yes. When he tried to light you on fire. Yes. Yeah, that was that was pleasant, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. Uh, and then of course, Dees, who we know right likes to collect championships, is calls himself Mister R.A.W. Pay Per View. That would be an interesting matchup as well. Okay, let's, let's let's give Dees the correct title for him, Mister. I really want to be Griff. <laughs> okay. Uh, trying Papa to Shake. redo everything I've already done the company, but like at one step less difficulty. That's not, I won't disagree with that. Uh, Papa Shaker inch would be an interesting matchup, uh, as would Knox Boogie Claymore. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I haven't. I don't recall facing Shaker anytime recently for a title. I have faced him recently, but I don't believe it was for a title. I'm pretty sure. No, no I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he got a. He hasn't gotten a men's shot. And I'm pretty sure he never got a platinum dragon shot. I don't. I I I'd be able to go. I pour over. I'd have to pour over the history, and I'm pretty yeah, sure. It's not that it's I, like I, but I believe that's the case. But like, so, so I mean, that would be interesting too to see how he performs in a, in a pay per view. But yeah, a lot of interesting names still on that list. We have no clue. Uh, still two weeks to go. Hopefully, they'll finish this tournament by then. Uh, and give you your match at Philadelphia Freedom. So, with that being said, Griff, any 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 words for the Teflon Sheik or anybody else that you would like to share with us? I mean, what words are to say the Sheik? I, I've had quite a lot to say about him. Uh, you know, I think what he's the little game he's playing with the championship is is, is beneath the company. It's beneath the title. It's probably on par for him um, but you know he's he's a snake he's he's a snake pure and simple you know and he he you know he's just this jumped up wannabe who thinks he's more important than he is and every so often he just needs to get slapped down and reminded that I'm bigger than him I'm stronger than him I'm faster than him hell I'm even richer than him he does not rate. And if he steps up again, I will remind him again. The immortal Griffith, ladies and gentlemen, fresh off a beatdown of the Teflon Sheik, awaiting his opponent at Philadelphia Freedom. We'll have more on that next week. Uh, Reminders. about that. What's that? You know, that's the fifth time I have faced him at a pay-per-view. Really? Yeah. Do you know how many times he's won? Zero. Zero. You're correct. The prize goes, here's your Cupid doll. Oh. 
Wow, I got I, I got tonight. I've gotten a burrito and a Cupid doll. I feel like I'm at the state fair. Don't eat the Cupid doll. What's that? Don't eat the Cupid doll. No, oh, I won't eat the Cupid. <laughs> All right, so we got about 15 minutes left to go in show time, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for promotion segment. I will start with Razor. Razor, anything you'd like to promote tonight, sir? Not really a promotion, but uh, kind of a, you know my feelings on the whole situation as far as Maeve goes. Maeve, it doesn't matter how you got the shot. I want you to go into that match, and with all due respect to Mithras, whoop his ass. Because nothing would be better than for Razor to finally get a win over you as with you being the world champion. Ooh. You started well, Razor, but I don't don't think that that. Uh, anyways, all right, uh, moving right along, Mithras. What would you like to promote tonight? Can I take a pass and then come back? Sure. Come. You want me to Thank come you. back to you? All right. All right. Uh, yeah, Paragon. Yeah. What would you like to promote tonight? I have nothing much to promote right now. Uh, <laughs> got nothing going on. Have a good night, everybody. What about pickled? I thought you liked those new pickled Doritos. If you can find those pickled Doritos at your local grocery store, pick them up. But I can't find them yet, and I'm very frustrated about it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Paragon. Maeve, what would you like to promote tonight? I'd like to promote that uh, everyone go back and watch Griffith Superstars match from two weeks ago. Okay. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Apparently, we need to go back. I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Just, just, but all right. Uh, El Vaca, what would you like to promote tonight? Uh, I actually don't really have anything tonight. Uh, normally, you know, we have new products and things like that, but we're we're pretty set right now. Although I, we we are we are planning something. For Philadelphia Freedom, we just haven't decided what it is yet. Oh, okay, cool, awesome. Uh, Mithras, your turn. Uh, okay, thank you. I totally slipped my mind. The uh, be sure to get your uh, Royd Rogers uh, merchandise wherever uh, you, you buy any fine merchandise. And thanks to the Sheik with his never-ending uh, stream of ideas, we are now offering. Uh, balloon animal shapes of Lloyd Rogers that he he referenced in uh, a match, I don't know, two weeks ago, last week, maybe it was with Maeve, I don't know. In any event, um, we're doing it. So like everything, I'm just taking everything he's got away from him. All right. Thank you, Mithers. Last right. but not least, sure. the right. immortal Griffith. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Fans of R.A.W.F. worldwide. Do you have that certain person in your life that just epically needs a beatdown? Do you have a person in your life that just, no matter what you do, they just constantly, and I mean constantly, run their mouth about drivel? Well, if you do, if you ask nicely enough, Lord Amadeus might put them in the ring with me. And we all know what happens when he does that now, don't we? 
Teflon. So if you have someone that you need a message given to, please write to Lord Amadeus at 111 I Need an Ass Whooping Boulevard in Fubar City. Uh, I'd like to mention that your that your match with the unsettled Chris Cage tomorrow. I did not. I have no particular reason to be upset with him. So you know, don't. I'm not saying you need to take it easy on him, but this is, who, you're not doing Teflon it for me. Who did Teflon draw next week or tomorrow? Whatever. Who did Teflon draw? Teflon will be taking on Mark Caliber. Hey, uh, Mark, if you're out there, um, <laughs> let me know if you would be interested in switching opponents. No, no. Because no, I no. think that would be really interesting. No, no, no. It's already scheduled. Are you will be you you're taking on the unsettled Chris Cage. Uh maybe maybe Mark will have equal success. I don't I okay, not equal. We'll, we'll have we'll have success against the top one Sheik. I mean Sheik has been getting the butt kicked, so we will see. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I remind everyone that if you are unable to call in, but you'd like to listen to the show and you would like to hear your voice, if you have something to promote or talk about and want to cut and record a promo for the show, go to vocaroo.com, V-O-C-A-R-O-O.com, record a promo or message, and just inbox me the URL before the show starts, Usually, hopefully at least an hour before the show starts, uh, unlike some people who like to do it at the last minute. <clears throat> Luke. <clears throat> All right. Thank you very much. Remember, folks, it, with everything going on in the world today, everyone is as equal, has equal anxiety and stress as you do. We're all in this together. Be good to each other. Uh, this has been R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I think we're going to cut out a couple minutes early, L. Vacant, and uh, prepare for the week to come. Uh, any, any special plans for you this week, El Vega? Well, I am supposed to go pick up uh, – oh, wait, I can't talk about that. Uh, no, no, I'm not doing anything of interesting or note this week. All right. Yeah, that, that sounded ominous. Uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you all ne- next week. This has been REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Hasta la vista, babies. Hasta la vista.